It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate, oh yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're giving you a rundown of all the snackiest news we could find this week, Mike. It was yes. by far the most delectable time I've ever had looking for show notes. Yes, we're always being tugged and pulled in between. Do we want to talk about what the show is actually supposed to be about or just uh, our other love and passion, which is snacks? And I think this is the perfect time of year to start to lean the other direction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you, you got to get your winter body ready, right, For, for so you can win. <laughs> what is it, the biggest bear award? Is that the is that the thing that, you know? Fat bear week. Fat yes. bear week, yeah. So we, we, can, we, can, we, can start, we can start competing ourselves. Um, <laughs> on that note, also Spider-Man 2 gameplay shows off how fast the PS5 makes this game run, Mike. I mean, I shared it with you, and I'm just blown away by the technical aspects of this game. So pretty stoked to talk yeah. about that with you. The, the PS4 did not have the technical capabilities to render the craziness that was Brooklyn's and Queens. Exactly. Two really whole islands. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Two boroughs. Well, technically, I don't think that they're – oh, my God. This shows how uh, little we know about yeah. the East Coast. I don't believe Brooklyn and Queens – are islands they, in this game so. in this game they're treated as islands <laughs> they if you will, will yeah so they will be not, island off yes yeah so so we, we can we can we can do that uh we also break down the aquaman and the lost teaser trailer because <laughs> boy howdy did this um land like a wet fish if you will <laughs> uh this week i've actually forgot all about it until i was making the show notes i'm like oh yeah this is happening, and there are, um, I believe, uh, James Wan either did interviews or is doing interviews. I, I think he can talk about it, right, as a director. He's, he's the only one that's allowed to, yeah. Yeah, so it's very much an interesting um, kind of thing for them. So we're, we'll, we'll see how this is going, talk about the trailer, and more. Yes, I want to uh, applaud Chris here at the very top of the show. He yes. has been a technical wizard in the last couple of weeks Thank where you. he's been kind of pulling in the normal videos that we've normally been making, or I should say he's been making. He's been running them through like cool like AI like tools and programs and like auto editing and cropping and swapping for vertical. So now we have these really awesome like vertical video snippets of our podcast with really cool captions on top of them, uh, like baked into the video that now we can share on social media. And not just that, not just yeah. that. Like I told him in a text message like weeks ago, I was like the holy grail for me, Chris, would be some sort of system that could take our videos, make it vertical, slap on captions on there mm. and he basically got to it and like it took him like a couple of days it was nothing for him but now on top of that for like the first time ever we are live streaming we are live this streaming, recording yeah. <laughs> right now into youtube right now i found out that this was happening five minutes ago yeah, not even five minutes chris ago <laughs> it was it was less than that so absolutely. Yeah, that's how that's how chris rolls but i it, it speaks to uh the creativity and ingenuity of chris but also just the way that we have built the show out over like eight years, which yeah. is crazy that we got it down to such a science that we don't really need to edit the show a whole lot. We really could <laughs> just theoretically live stream yeah. like what we say into the microphone. I mean, barring any sort of like 
technical issues or like sometimes my internet goes down and then we have to right. redo things or I don't know something crazy mm-hmm. happens like on the other side of the wall like yeah. I don't know satellite drops from yeah Earth. or I mean, or Mike cool. doesn't have an air conditioner for like two months oh and, my god and he's yes. like been yeah. baking and he finally yeah. gets it uh, yeah screw this screw screw your technological achievements forget oh. the live streaming my air conditioner is <laughs> finally working it's been seven weeks uh, two of the weeks I was out of town, so that's been five straight podcasts in a row where uh, <laughs> my wife was. It's like a, it was like a game to her where she would hear me wrapping up the podcast, and then she would she would like be counting down in her head like five, four, three, two. She'd hear the door <laughs> swing open, then yeah. I go, "Oh God!" Yeah. because it would get so hot in here, and even just the hallway was still hot, but it was at least ten degrees cooler than it was in this room. So I'm finally air conditioned, of course. As like the summer kind of starts to peter out and we're about to talk about, you know, the oh, yeah. fall coming in. But at least now I can comfortably chat. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people really liked my mental breakdown the last five, it's, you know, podcasts. It's been fun. Uh, it's been fun. So, you know, to, to watch him slowly, like oh, knowing okay. in the back of his head, like I, like as we get through these bullet points, like instead of instead of counting more bullet points, we're counting down bullet points <laughs> for Mike. Yes. Let's uh, let's get a little uh, tape here on the mic. This is me opening the pouch for my temperature gun that I happen to have right here that I've been using to monitor he, the the creeping temperatures. He actually holsters uh, us on his belt every day, people. So let's not let's you, not. Cut you it. know what the great thing is about this? Uh, when the AC uh, people were here uh, on Friday, uh, after everything was fixed and everything was running, uh, like one of like the the managers or whoever the dude in charge was came through. Like he's like, I'm gonna do my final sweep. I'm gonna use my little temperature gun here to make sure the temperatures are flowing well. And he pulls out the same one that oh, I own. Nice. And I was like, dude, I own the same one. And he he looked at me like, why do you have one of these? And I was like, I don't know either, dude. Okay, so there's historically there was a spot on the wall that was what reading between like 85 to nearly 100 degrees. Yep. Yeah, uh, 85, uh, I think 85 to, to 90, I would give you a range for oh, during the show. And we, we are at a nice, comfy 71.4 wow. degrees. That is podcasting temperature, folks. It, it has been, um, I've been, you know, here, here where I am, I woke up to 55 degrees. Uh, so that's, that's pure fall weather right here in, in the Midwest. And I woke up and I'm like, I'm really glad Mike got his air conditioner this weekend. <laughs> uh, but but it was it was nice. It's good. Yeah, and and one of Mike's, you know, obviously I was we were getting video updates of this. Mike, they put it on your roof because they have to put them in the roof on the roof out there in LA. Can somebody can somebody explain air ace current AC technology? I grew up in the Midwest, Chris. Uh, as you are familiar with, and I'm sure you could walk out to the side of your house right now. And mm-hmm. how large would you say your air conditioner is? Like compare it to something like maybe like a uh, washing machine or like something like, or maybe yeah, a little bit smaller than it, that. It's short. It's I would say it's wider than a washing machine, but shorter, if you will. Yeah, but like overall volume wise, yeah. you kind of get the idea. And that's kind of how it is across a lot of like the middle states, right? You know, when you have, you don't have to put your freaking AC on the roof. This thing that they brought over is gigantic. Like this thing could mm-hmm. cool down a Walmart. I just wasn't expecting it to be so huge, but I was like, I wasn't upset about it. I was like, yeah, throw that thing up there. I want to turn this yeah. place into like an ice castle. I want Elsa to come up in here and be able to stay oh, yeah. weekend. Oh Ooh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited. That's great. I mean, that, that I'm, I'm excited. That's that's a big win for Mike, guys. That's just I'm just you know clapping my hands 
for you mm-hmm. over here. But um, let's jump into this because you know we are we are live streaming. I don't think we have any viewers. I'm going to be honest right now, Mike. Just to, yeah. we'll do a viewer well, count. Like how many views we got? Chris, None. To be fair, when most people live stream, they like they kind of do like a live stream like waiting room, right? Like yeah. oh, the program will start soon. You literally hit live the second that we started recording. Oh, so yeah. of course nobody's here yet. Yeah, exactly. But if any if anything, this just helps get a video on YouTube way faster because you don't have to edit a bunch of stuff before. it. Oh yeah, it's uploaded. Exactly. Well, and, and also I'm going to put it up there because obviously people who listen to us they know we are we are very adamant about our quality, right? Of our audio, it's like we are <laughs> we we may we may fool everyone to think we're a high rate expensive podcast, but we are just two dudes with microphones across the country. But we're having a good time. But yeah, I, I'm I'm going to do a viewer count. I'll, we have one view. It might be me. I'm sharing the link out as I as as we talk. Mike, so hopefully they're listening, and we'll see some chats. But um, let's go on. You talk about what you did this weekend because you have been out and about on the town. Even though you got your air conditioner done, you didn't enjoy that for one second. Dude, you went out I, I and have, about. Yeah, I had this, uh, we had this uh, play that we were going to be going to this weekend, and I almost didn't want to go because I was like, I kind of just want to stay home and be like chill and, and chill. And I just got uh, my copy of Tears of the Kingdom, so I started mm-hmm. getting into that. But I was like, no, 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 this is something I want to go to for a while. And it's a play called Peter Pan Goes Wrong. And if you're unfamiliar with this like I was, there is this um, there is this theater show called, just in general, The Play That Goes Wrong. And the whole impetus is as you show up and and it's supposed to be like you're trying to watch a play, but everything on stage starts to go wrong. And then there's uh, there's gags happening everywhere. There's wacky antics. There's like parts of the set falling down, the actors trying to keep up with it. And it's obviously, it's all staged and it's all scripted. Uh, but I've seen clips of it on YouTube and social media over the last couple of years. I was like, man, one day I really want to see this. This is really funny. Well, they're out here in LA and they're doing a new play called Peter Pan Goes Wrong. And it is just like hilarious. So it's exactly how I described Chris, things going wrong on stage. Age, you know, there's like uh, the laughs per minute are out of control. I would uh-huh. say it's probably closer to like laughs per second. There's always something happening. It's hilarious. But the great thing about it is everything I wasn't expecting, right? You know, when you show up to a play or a musical or anything like with a, a stage, right? You know, mm-hmm. you show up early, you're waiting for the curtain to go, you're waiting for the lights to dim. The show starts before that even happens because there's like fake crew people walking around like asking like hey uh, we're looking for a hammer have you seen like a hammer or they're on stage like trying to get the lights to work and they're bringing out like jumper cables and stuff like that and it was just really really funny the the kind of like quote unquote fake directors like walking around like messing with people so it's like this whole like it's like it's kind of experimental theater vibe um it's just it's so funny uh, I don't know if it's going to be going on tour because it's ending its run here in Los Angeles soon. But Peter Pan goes wrong. Just like Google it, find their website or whatever. You got to see it. It's it's so funny. Uh, like it's one of those things where like you're laughing so much that like once you get about like 35, 40 minutes into it, you're just like, I got to take a break. Like I can't just keep like my body cannot keep this intensity up. And I like lost my voice a little bit at the end of uh, last night after it. But yeah, Peter Pan goes wrong hilarious and uh there's a a a spot in the show built for a narrator that also uh, participates in the play a little bit but since we're out here in la they rotate through um some celebrities that do it so um i think daniel day kim was there earlier and then we are our showing had neil patrick harris which was awesome because there's a part in the play where like uh, Tinkerbell like dies because she's electrocuted <laughs> and they need to stall 
and uh, entertain the crowd. So uh, Neil Patrick Harris is just like, oh, I'm a professional. Did anyone want to see some magic? So it's just all great all around. It's yeah. hilarious. Um, so it, if it comes to your town or anywhere close, it's totally worth the drive. So I just pulled it up. Uh, it played its final Broadway performance in July. Uh, it's in LA for five weeks, and today, September seventeenth, is literally its last day with no Whoa, other day. Man. So you've you've literally Ooh. sold a show that Ooh. will never be seen again. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it was popular, successful. Yeah. The stage is really, really cool. It's one of those kind of rotating ones with like different pieces hidden behind it. So yeah, yeah just keep a lookout. It's, I feel like it could come across the country. I, I, this is one of those situations where I wish they filmed more plays and put them out for streaming mm. or rent. Like, hey, I would rent. Or pay to watch a, a play at home, right? Like kind of like you know how Hamilton came out during yeah. you know Disney. I would I would love to to see more of that. I would love to experience that. We were talking literally uh, with someone about Spider Man Turn Off the Dark the other day, like in our group <laughs> chat, and yeah. uh, the play that killed people uh, literally. So I'm like I'm like I've got a couple cam versions of this, but I would love to have seen uh, a filmed version. Um, but, you know, this is not the only play in the news this week, and we're not going to talk about the other one, Mike, that happened in Colorado, despite how funny it is. But this play has pirates, and you know what else has pirates? One Piece. What's that, Chris? One, one piece. piece. So I finish. I, I don't normally get through a lot of a lot of shows quicker than you do, Mike. You have a lot more binge time than I do uh, some days. And uh, I, I, I sat through about three episodes of One Piece today to finish it off, uh, uh, six, seven, and eight. And um, I... I am so excited for this show, Mike. This is so Isn't fun. Isn't it wild? Isn't it is it so weird. It gets so much more fun. Um, I I don't. Um, have, have you? Have you? I, you're behind me, I believe, yeah. by two episodes. So you, I, but you've been to yeah. the the Barrett, um, the Barrette? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the restaurant, the floating restaurant. The restaurant, restaurant. yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've met the man with the, the literally the uh, crucifix for a sword. Oh, my God. I love when they, him. <laughs> when, when they introduce his character in that yeah. kind of, like, cutaway of, like, he's just battling some other pirate on a beach, he picks that sword up and freaking cuts the boat in, in half. half. Yeah. I was like... This is what they're doing. I mean, I was going to save this kind of, like, analysis for when we get to the right. last one piece topic fine. at the yeah. end of the show. But now, like, I'm into it, right? You can't yeah. stop me. No, no. no. Like, you, you, are, they, you are going to be king <laughs> of the one piece, Mike. <laughs> they have found this great balance. And I feel like maybe this was the key to uh, adapting anime live action all along is you got to pick and choose your battles to what you display on screen as mm-hmm. cartoony and what you display as, like, realistic and live action. Because anime is such a... Like, I don't want to say bizarre world because I don't want to make it like I don't want to seem like disrespectful. It's, it's, it's exaggerated. It's, it's an exaggerated yeah, it's, world. Exactly. It's so it's so rich and unique that like you just can't doll some of that stuff down or explain it in any way. Right. I mean, like that man, he picked up his sword and cut a boat in half. Mm-hmm. Like there is no way like any any human being or anything has any chance of beating a man that can do that. Right. That's like yeah. a, the nuclear like option. For his sword, right? But he can do it. But of course, like just in right. typical anime style, they're gonna come across him later down the line, yeah. you know, and somebody's gonna beat him in some like cool way. So it's just like, it's just an amazing light touch that they're that they're it, like kind of like putting on like the meter of like, okay, let's get wacky. Okay, let's bring it back down. Let's get wacky. Okay, this is totally unbelievable and not and the, the, this would never happen and bring it back down. Yeah, I would say their actions are exaggerated, right? The the you know, obviously you have a person who's rubber, right? Kind of a you know and, and stuff like that. Sword fights and all this other you know things, but like the 
I guess the conflict feels real, right? Like the the people yes. in it are taking it seriously and it feels serious. So when it, it comes back in, like, oh, you feel the conflict between these people and like what the what they're fighting for and, and against, and then like you know the set pieces it kind of blow back up. Um, so, but absolutely, I, that that dude, um, his name's Hawkeye. I think they call him Mihawk. I think is his name in the show. They call him Hawkeye uh, with his nickname. I was like. This is this is one of the characters I've been waiting for. I don't know anything about one piece. I didn't know he existed, but once I met him, I'm like, he's got the golden eyes. He's got you know <laughs> his crucifix sword with the curved tip on the end. He's he's you know using it to, to split boats in half. I'm just have I've just I just had such a great time, and um, my wife joined me literally on the last episode, uh, and I'm like, she's like, who's that? What's this? What's going? I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to go back and watch this because none of this makes sense anymore. Like like you're not gonna understand. Uh, what's going on? She's like, why is that? Why is that guy got pink hair, and why does the other one look like you know He Man, with his little little bob haircut? I'm like, boy, let me tell you what. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 put it this way: like they're doing such a good job at the most entertain entertaining points that you'll see a character wearing a hoodie where that has that sports like a modern zipper. Like this looks like something I could go down and buy at Target. It should mm-hmm. not exist in the One Piece universe. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, right? No. I suppose there could be like high-end zipper factories on this planet. But like you can tell like the costume department's just like, yeah, just this just looks like something the characters would wear in the anime. Right. It's just like really it's like I don't know if like how exactly the lore of the world of One Piece is, you know, built. I don't know if it is kind of more of a modern society and I'm just used to kind of like a pirate setting yeah. being, you know, more um tapered back in the in a timeline. Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like some people are like, I swear just like straight up wearing like T shirts with modern stitching. I mean like Zorro had like a black T shirt in a couple episodes that just looked like it had a screen printed mm. like V on it. But I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. This is fun. The act the actors are great. Right. And I do have to say, like, the actors were also great in Cowboy Bebop as well. Like that was the one thing that I really loved about Cowboy Bebop was the chemistry between between all the people, but I think One Piece is, they're just really lucky yeah. that the universe is just so interesting and people want to see and, more of it in a different way. And literally, you could throw anything at me and I'd be like, yep, that's One Piece. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know any different. Like, I, I think having <laughs> no, you know, connection to it makes it better for me as well, but it's still a great show regardless. I'm sure, obviously, One Piece fans are, are digging this and, and really getting their, you know, getting something out of it, which kind of gives me hope, Mike, for avatar the last airbender when it comes to netflix right like i feel like they did this right i'm like there's opportunity for oh avatar God, yeah, to I be good so. now too oh, man <laughs> because because it's kind of a similar world right there's a lot of boats a lot of ocean a lot of going around mm-hmm. different islands with different abilities i'm like i there's a lot of parallels here which i'm like okay i if they do this right and they they're i know it's not the same people but i'm like you could probably maybe the people at netflix are like you need to make it good and you know here's an example of it so um, we'll, we'll talk about. I, I just love it, and also for people who aren't watching One Piece, I would also say this kind of reminds me of just to be honest, Mike, of, of how Marvel's doing it. Every two episodes is really an arc, right? Like every two episodes of One Piece is like one story. So there's like four good, like solid stories. Now that you can watch the individual episodes alone, but like you're going to end on one, and it's going to be a cliffhanger for the next one, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, I think I think it's a it's a really fun time. So yes, absolutely, still recommending One Piece. We'll talk about it more later in the show but let's jump into uh snack time and i put snack time in here mike because snack time is the only time that we like this is like the week where every different flavor and variant and everything was in stores for once like well stocked because you know people are bringing in their halloween candies i'm like 
we got to talk about this stuff. And that includes, and, like, you know, um, the, 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 the drinks. My cats are yelling because my wife is <laughs> I was going to say, like, wait a minute. Chris doesn't have kids. Like, why does it sound like there's a baby? We have an orange cat, and she has real big orange cat energy, which means <laughs> uh, if she, she feels like she's being slighted or not paying attention to, she, she wants some attention. Oh but my God. she also I, knows. I love that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about <laughs> snacks. And. Uh, you know, Mike, you've not had a chance to try all these yet, and that's fine. So, we're, you know, we're not going to spoil – well, you can't spoil drinks, I guess. But, like, uh, we're not going to, like – you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about things. And if you want to try them, great. If not, no. But the first one we did both try, Mike, and that is uh, Fanta's Mystery Flavor <laughs> Ooh, for 2020. There's going to be two parts to this, uh, <laughs> this, this right here. <laughs> yes. So, first and foremost, the Fanta Mystery Flavor, as you can see on our thumbnail images if you're listening, it's just a black liquid uh, with a mm-hmm. uh, kind of a – a green to it that if you I feel if you put under a black light would be very much like a glowing bottle right like a very spooky yeah. green um, probably meant for like you know if you're going like a, what's it, a knee, uh, black light golfing or something like that so <laughs> yeah it's uh, that it's that like it's that technique of like if you take any color from the color wheel and just make it as dark as possible it ends up looking black but in reality there is a tint to it and that yeah. will come back up later yeah green just like the the logo Mike uh, so <laughs> I've only seen this in zero sugar I'm sure there's not a regular I don't I don't know if Fanta does regular sugar versions. But Fanta does not have caffeine in it, as uh, you will. You'll. I found out as well this week. I did not know that, by the way. Um, so you can buy this there. So I found mine at a Kroger, uh, which is local to me. You guys have Ralph's out there in LA, mm-hmm. right? Is that where you found yours at, or, or was it Walmart? Uh, I ended up getting mine at the the local gas station uh, down the street. So they're out there. They're in the world. Uh, also, kind of cool, as everybody knows, uh, me personally, I don't know if on the show, but like I love Coca Cola freestyle machines. Mm-hmm. And these it's, are. It's actually the like co- a problem, Mike. We got to talk about yeah. this. Sometime. And like these are in the Coke freestyle machines, but like not just as like a little flavor option. It has like its own branding. It has its own button like up in the corner on the main screen. And like it, there's like this huge splash screen that it takes you to. It's like really, really cool, but it wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me get it early. Like it was like DRM. It, it was like locked. My soda flavor yeah. was locked. Yeah, you can you can uh, you can pre-install this button or flavor or I guess maybe it's already in the cartridges, but you cannot have it. And I'm like, and yeah. I'd already had mine. I'm like, that's really weird. Like I could just go <laughs> buy it off a shelf, but Mike's gotta, you know, go bribe somebody on the freestyle machine. But uh, I had it, and I would say this mystery flavor. This is just you know pure conjecture. We don't know what it is. Tastes very much like uh, the candy sweet tarts. If it yes. was in a liquid form, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, I think the the maybe the red red one a little bit uh, a little bit yeah. more than others. Yeah, it's a weird concept, right? Because you would think like, oh, if you look at sweet tarts at face value, it's just flavored sugar, right? And that's all soda in general. So how are you translating that anyway to a soda? They found a way because it tastes exactly like it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very much if you if you like the idea of sweet tarts. Uh, sugar-free sweet tarts, by the way, it has that sugar-free flavor to the soda, um, so you you can um, you can buy this, and I think I think it comes off right. Like even the smell of this drink is like sweet tarts. Like when you open and crack mm-hmm. it open, I'm like 100% sweet tarts, Mike. So I, I think that was pretty good. Um, it, it's like it's fine. I don't think this is something I'm gonna hunt down or stock and store up on this year. It's not my pitch black. My Mountain no. Dew pitch black is like, you know, my <laughs> I put that yeah. put that on a pedestal, but it's, it's Most, okay. Most of these like mystery flavored anything that I've ever tried are never something that you usually go back for, right? You're 
there purely for like the, mm-hmm. the novelty of guessing the flavor and then moving on. Yeah. But uh, this is a classic moment for the Superhero Slate PSA. Yes. Something that I love to do whenever I can to warn our listeners out there just so they're better educated. And I, I just this is uh, this is not medical advice. This but is it like the second like non-medical <laughs> advice you've given this week, Mike. And that's really concerning. But yes, go so on. So if you've if you've never consumed something essentially dyed black, if you will, um, it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it doesn't how do come I, out how black. Do I, it doesn't how do come I out black. It? Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's gonna do things on the inside, and then when you quote unquote see it again colors are going to change right i think we've all experienced that to some extent yeah uh, in our past but chris yeah. this mystery fanta flavor the color changing science that happened inside of my body that yes. i saw the next day yeah i i they don't make it they don't make an emoji this <laughs> color yet mike so you created one for I, our, our podcast i looked down and for a brief moment, I thought I was dying. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. I thought I need to go to the hospital uh, right now. And then another neuron hit, hit the loop in my brain. And I go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Something like this has happened to me before. Not to this extreme level. Okay, let the next neuron come. I had the Fanta yesterday. Yes. That's what's going on here. So if you go out there and get this bad boy, yeah. just... Just look out for the next 24, 48 hours. Just, yeah. you know, I don't want anyone to freak out. I don't want anyone to feel like that they're going to die. This, this know, was, go- this was going a, to, <laughs> this was a great thing be here because, because Mike came to me uh, two days later. He's like, I meant to ask you something. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, like there's no, like this was out of the blue, out of nowhere. And he was like, what color was it when you went to the bathroom the next day? I'm like, well, <laughs> green bright green mike and yeah, that's when you, it was, you, you you were like yep that sounds right so it's just so it's so crazy like i would never take a picture because i <laughs> i'm not that type but i was so so close to taking a picture and i'm like you know i i feel like i want to show this but i i can't so you i got- just i i I let it go. <laughs> Save it for when you get your iPhone 15 Pro Max and Ooh. use that 48 megapixel. Oh my god, get, yeah. Zoom, that zoom in, use the let, uh, let those pixel bidding so do their work. Oh, a super fan gem is commenting on our live stream by the way right now and he says the fan <laughs> went in banner and came out Hulk. So Oh my god. Uh, yes. It's very very similar to that. absolutely. So um just Ooh. yeah, Mike Mike's, Mike has yeah, we 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 talked about it. We I am, confirmed it. We both cannot, had the same reaction across I the country. Cannot uh, believe our very first live stream comment was mm-hmm. about this specific topic yeah, of I all can, the things that I can absolutely I 100% <laughs> like this is this is totally on brand for us oh my god we got uh, move, let's move on, move on move, okay this is, so this is crazy. <laughs> the next thing is obviously Mike was you know telling us about using AI for our show earlier well Coke decided hey superhero slates using AI we got to use AI to create a Coke flavor called Y3000 and it comes in regular and zero Coke flavors in this bright, I would say not bright, but like a baby blue bottle kind of kind of label to mm-hmm. it. Um, and I was I was able to get my hands on that this week. Mike, were you able to get your hands on the Coke? Yes, Y3000? I was able to try this one. Yes. Um, I, I, to me, it's got that dark berry doctor flavor taste to it. Like a little, like a very dark, something dark was added to this Coke. It wasn't like a lighter flavor, like a lighter colored liquid. It's like a darker liquid, like a dark berry, like a deep cherry, like a dark cherry. Like maybe a I mean, it, 
if this was truly created by AI, I don't know yeah. what that means. I don't yep. know if they kind of like ranked all of their flavor additives and, and shot it through chat GPT or, or whatever, but it does taste like an, uh, an amalgamation, right? It doesn't taste like we're supposed to know what flavor it is. It tastes like we're supposed to, I don't know, glean a, th a few different flavors. Like I get a little bit of in the background, kind of like a, like a caramel or a cooked sugar or like a slight marshmallow or like a maple or kind of well, like one of those flavor notes. I'm getting one of those in the background, but then also, yeah, there is something fruit adjacent. My wife, I had my wife try it and her and I both think that there seems to be some sort of like apricot lean so on it someone, somewhere. Someone has said like a, like a peach aftertaste um, a little bit. Yeah, like, like a stone, like a stone fruit kind of in there. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or like mango cola, like a mango flavor, like a, like a, but not, it's not like we've had mango Pepsi, right? We've had that, so it's yeah. not that. But but it's really it's really interesting. You know, they call it the Coke Y three thousand tastes like you know from tastes like the future. But I was just like, that's fine. Like this is one of those drinks where I'm like, I like tasting the Coke creations, but I'm like, I will buy one of these and that is it. Like I I know better. Like none of these are like, oh my god, my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I will say I didn't get to try the regular. I only had the, the zero sugar flavor. I didn't have the regular because. Um, for some reason, the bottle exploded in my fridge. Like literally, <laughs> no, no, like nothing happened to it. It, it's, it was still sealed. I looked at the cap, but the cap had bulged outwards and like and just like gone everywhere. So we could not figure out what was up with that. So I'm gonna have to try a regular one this week. Just you know, as Mike always says, don't drink your calories, folks. But I, I've got to try the regular sugar flavor just to see what what we're missing there. Uh, right beside me, you can hear right this right, Mike. Mountain Dew Voodoo 2023. Uh, and I've got the zero sugar flavor here. And can you guess what I think this flavor is, Mike? Well, I haven't had a chance to try it, but uh, the very first Voodoo was uh, candy corn. Candy corn. But then you also enlightened to me over the years that they've kind of just like rehashed other flavors there's that they've a, done. A Skittles. Like Rebottled re them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a so. Skittles, a Starburst. Um, last year was a Sour Patch Kids. I mean, I'll I'll just take a. So, are we? Do we think it's another candy? Is kind oh, of what we're leaning yes, into. Yes, I do. I do think it's another um, name brand candy, um, or whatever they're well, gonna call got, it. It's got to be sugar adjacent. Uh, maybe like Mike and Ike's. Would be no, my guess. it's sweet tarts again. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this is Fanta and this are using the same flavor uh, this year oh to, to mix it. Well, well, we we got to do like a like yeah. a blind taste test. That's right. got to happen. Yeah. So I I, I have uh, I've had both the regular and zero sugar of these because I had to buy a twelve I had to buy the twelve packs because I didn't see the the, the regular bottles and I, and I'll drink Mountain Dew over like six months so it'll be fine. But um, it very much got to, it has a sweet tart um, taste to it. Now it's not like a straight sweet tart soda. It is very much you mix the sweet tart soda with a Mountain Dew. Like I might try a fifty fifty with the Fanta. Um, you know, and then like, you know, put a warning on me, you know, like a little bracelet for people to yeah. find me pass out and like, why is everything <laughs> green? Uh, well, uh, but the, the voodoo, right. That's it's clear colored. Yes. It, it, it is clear colored. So this might be the safest approach for human beings out there in the world. Uh, if they want to avoid, uh, you know, just, uh, the trauma, the horror, the, the horror <laughs> of, of looking down and, and honestly don't take photos. Like Mike said, don't do, don't do photos. We don't even see that. But, uh, Mountain Dew Voodoo, I would definitely recommend this. Um, if you want to try it, it's, it's not as, um, it's not as punchy as a regular Mountain Dew, if I will. It's like maybe a little, little softer. So very, very easy on the palate. Probably goes great with vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, like all, all Mountain Dew. The other thing I got my hands on this week, literally, was Lay's uh, has been doing mixed flavor mix-ups with the other companies mm -hmm. they own. And I finally got the Cheetos cheese-flavored chips this week. Have you had finally, these yet? I, 
I've, I've had these, and I believe, I think that these were out possibly last year as well, but maybe it wasn't like it, a wide release. This is the first I've seen them here, uh, and they say new on the bag. So so maybe it, it possibly could have been somewhere else, like a small batch or something like that. Maybe. But these are the orangest chips I've ever seen in my life, like yeah, like unnaturally I orange. I think- I think they're really good. Yeah, I do. I do too. I think. I think they were. I had this with literally my Coke Y three thousand. I'm like, ah, we're gonna be mixing and matching over here. I <laughs> think you're, it, you're you're snacking in the future, man. That's right. Um, I I'm a big. I don't like Ruffles chips. There's something about the texture, but I like their cheddar cheese Ruffles like they have. Um, so this was a good opportunity to have cheese flavored chips without yeah. the Ruffles. So this is one of the what's this is one of the few exceptions. Like I said at the top of this snack segment is usually there's like these gimmicky flavors that they're good for like one buy and then you know mm-hmm. you go back to the core flavor family, right? Yeah. But I'd say this one's good. This is just straight up a good cheese flavored yeah. chip, which you usually don't get just just cheese a lot of the times. Right. But, and, um, and it says che- it's Cheetos cheese, and I, I I get it a little bit, but like. Mm-hmm. It's not as powerful as a Cheeto, right? Like, it's something about how they bake the cheese. This is much smaller, much thinner chip. So the cheese-to-chip ratio is a little more solid uh, at the end of the day. They also have, what's it, Funyuns and Cool Ranch Lays as well are the other two flavors out in the wild if you see mm-hmm. those. And lastly, the biggest news thing here is interesting. I want to bring this up is that McDonald's is phasing out their self-serve soda fountains. I don't know if you heard this. They're, they literally want to, over the next nine years, bring them back across the counter so you have to go back up to get your refills. Yeah, I, I saw this, and at first I was like, uh, where's my pitchfork? Where's my uh, tar and feathers? Let's let's get out there in these streets and let them know what we mean. But then I, and I thought about it, and I was like, actually, yeah, I can't remember the last time I went into a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm almost exclusively going through the drive-thru to get my quick fix. So... Yeah, I could see, like, I mean, they have the data. I mean, they're a giant corporation that I'm sure has a lot of um, uh, data scientists up in there. And they're like, yeah, nobody's going into these restaurants anymore. Yeah, there are people, but not as many as before. Well, if you're going in, it's probably you're ordering to go as well uh, sometimes. And then also... At the same time, I'm sure there's always money involved in these these big company decisions. Like, hey, you know, if we charge per cup, we're not going to be giving out as many refills kind of mm-hmm. deal. That's going to change all their billboards. But this is a nine-year phase-out, um, which is interesting because have you ever been to a McAllister's Deli, Mike? Um, I don't. I haven't, but okay. I'm familiar. So these are one of the restaurants where you have to go back up to get your drinks. They don't have drink machines facing the customers. Like, this is mm-hmm. a, what they're moving to. We went to McAllister's Monday, and it was the first McAllister I've ever seen with a customer-facing soda machine. I'm like, oh, everybody is flip-flopping on what they're doing right now, and I don't know what to think about this because <laughs> competition I, in the wild, man. Yeah, it, it's really just like it's, I wouldn't say it's it's not out of control. It's not a problem. I was like, oh, this news is interesting because I've literally seen McAllister do the opposite. It also comes along with news that uh, McDonald's is doing smaller restaurants, like more like drive-through only versions in in Mm. some markets so that lines up with what you said like you don't go into a mcdonald's you just want to get your food and keep going right down the road so um yeah i'd recommend you know go get your go get your unlimited refills in in mcdonald's while you can while you're eating your as seen on meals mike with your loki (laughs) sweet and sour sauce that was nice. I like this snack time segment. If, yeah. if you're tuning into the live stream for the first time, we don't normally do this, yeah. but we like doing it. So whenever I feel like we get enough snack news, we like to do a little segment. Oh, yeah. But we swear 
normally on a weekly basis we are talking about uh superheroes. yes yeah this is this is a fun one because halloween is coming halloween candy we're talking more about that but yeah so let's jump into uh we're not gonna we're gonna beat around the bush here aquaman and the lost kingdom dropped a teaser trailer on monday follow for the a teaser for the trailer sorry not a teaser a teaser for the trailer on monday and the trailer on thursday and this is the first time we've got a chance to really look at this movie uh since i think they released like a couple photos two three years ago uh with jason momoa and outfits and uh a lot of it you know we don't know this is the last dceu film amber heard has been in the news quite a bit uh with with her lawsuits uh early this year late last year this has just been a big what's going on, if you will. And I don't think this trailer helped me figure out what was going on, Mike. This trailer gave me um, live action uh, Lion King vibes of like, is this really a, a is this an animated feature? It, should this be put in a different category? Mm-hmm. Like, I know Jason Momoa is there, but it doesn't right. really feel like he's in any he, of these scenes. He is there because he is Aqua Daddy right now <laughs> to his Aqua Baby. Because I didn't of all the reporting I've done, I'd never actually seen any news that he was going to have a kid in this movie. <laughs> uh, and Which I was like, really f- whoa kind of a shock. Which is really funny considering I would assume Mara slash Amber Heard is the the mother as far as we can tell from the one movie that we have. Uh, And she is in exactly one shot of the trailer. Uh, One and a half. She's actually in one scene running towards the burning down house. Uh, oh, but but okay. it's, it's like during a fade, so you can't see it. But, but so yeah. do we think she's dying in that burning down house? It I, seems like no, she's not going to be around. I, no, I think his dad and the baby might be killed in the burning down house. Oh but gosh, Chris, no. What? We're not killing not Tamara, Tamara Morrison? Morrison. Yeah, not right. Tamara Morrison. Yeah. Uh, he, he's doing great. He's back in Star Wars right now. He doesn't need Aquaman money. But, you know, the other rumor I've heard that, you know, is Mara will eventually possibly die at some time. Now... The funny part about this trailer is, I think I sent this to you, they reuse shots from the first Aquaman in this. Like when he's like on a beach, like the the mystery mystery beach where he finds his mom for the first time in the first one. They reuse the exact same shot from Aquaman 1. They've had three years, four years to work on this. Well, no, five, 2018, wasn't it? Um, So you really think they'd have at least one other clip they could put in here. Are are you sure this wasn't like a Shazam 2 style where they're actually flashing back, recreating the scene? He's just wearing a slightly different shirt. But do you put it in the trailer? No, it's it's the same (laughs) outfit. Same outfit. It's it's bad. But do you need to put that in your trailer? I don't think so. Uh, So, you know, we we get to see some of uh, Orm return, his brother, right? Uh, We get to see a little bit of that. We get to see... um, the guy he, like, he plays Black Mana coming back with a black yeah. trident, obviously, which is green as well. There's like some uh, spooky kind of like a uh, goblin-looking people with like yeah. green glowing eyes. They look pretty cool, very like James Wan. I'm sure that, that was his favorite day on set of when he got to, you know, overlook the concepts uh, costumes uh, for these uh, creatures. But I mean, what's so what's the desire here? I mean, what what happens after mm-hmm. we watch this movie? Do are we getting? A, is there any chance that the third one happens? Uh, you know, is the is the actor strike going to be over by the time this rolls out? Is anyone going to be out there promoting is, it? Is <laughs> yeah, you know, the other news report is that Warner Brothers has essentially given up on this movie. They're not putting any marketing dollars behind it. They're going to release it, call it a wash at the end of the day. Um, which is at least more than Batgirl got if if you look at you know what they did with that, but. I, I'm, I'm not really excited to watch this. I don't. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, 
it's not like it's it doesn't look bad but it, there's nothing there to really pull me in right like you know it's been yeah. so long since we've had this yeah i, I mean we, we've kind of seen like rumors out there on the on the web that uh, the movie is just boring, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, early on before um, I think the the summer rolled through, we saw people that were at early screenings that say it's the worst DC movie that they've ever seen. I mean, looking at the trailer, I kind of just look like I'm getting more of the same from the first Aquaman, and I thought mm-hmm. the first Aquaman was fine. But yeah. I think it, it, what we've seen from the trajectory of these last couple kind of. Um, Zack Snyder versus Heroes is like if you want to survive the the Peter Safran James Gunn like purge you're going to have to do way better than just okay you're going to have to like break like box office or cinema score mm-hmm. records or something yeah. to stay alive like, and I, I just feel like that this doesn't quite have that gas behind it you know right and I, I think it's got you know Jason Momoa he's obviously a great actor he does a great job I don't think he's the problem here right it, it just looks mm-hmm. like you said uninspired really at the yeah, end he of the says, day he says wahoo and like knocks a statue over and turns it into a bridge. Like that looks fun. Yeah, he's running around like he's like twelve years old. Like I'm sure this will be fun. Play, but play, like, I, playing I, the goofy guy <laughs> to his brother straight man, right? Like, and yeah. that, that's the journey here. But yeah, I you know, I'm just I'm just not feeling it yet. And hopefully, you know, they can come out with this. Now, I will say in the teaser trailer, there's some really bad CGI for Nicole Kidman, and someone was like. You need to fire your agent for putting you in this movie, or at least letting them release this. So, you know, obviously with underwater scenes, a lot of underwater, there's some weird stuff kind of going on. But I, I am, I, I like James Wan's world, underwater world building that he did in the first one, right? Like the creatures, the society. Like it's not just, you know, hey, we, you know, we have a city underwater. Um, and, you know, I feel even. Was it Wakanda Forever? Namor was like a very dark city. We didn't see a lot of it, right? Um, so at least with the bright underwater colors of Atlantis here, it feels like a, a real city that's lived in. And maybe we can, mm-hmm. we can have at least a little, little, little pull out of that at the end of the day. Uh, the last thing we'll add, I did see some reports earlier corroborated by two different people that at some point you mentioned the test screens, people walked out of the test screenings, like the free <laughs> test screenings. So I was like, Oh, Okay. Yeah, now, I don't think you can do. Like, can you imagine what the people who are there to collect uh, opinions of the movie do when they see people like walk out? Like, uh, excuse me, are you? You're not going to the but, bathroom. Like, Where you, are you going? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need your. I need. What, what hey, I'm at, like because they lock your phones away. You're like, hey, I need my phone back. I'm going home. Like, I, I don't want to. I, I can't. I can't sit through this anymore. So um, yeah, I, I'd be interested. Like I, knowing that news kind of makes me want to watch it even more. A little bit. I'm like, is it that bad? Can can I sit through this movie without walking out of it? Let, let the games begin. So this comes out December. Obviously, we'll keep you guys posted as we get closer to it. Um, Blue Beetle uh, did you know did well at the box office. It's not a a smash. It didn't break records or ways, but it was a you know for a movie that was originally on streaming. You know, was one of the best DC movies this year. Aquaman will be the next and last until Superman. Um, Superman Legacy, I believe. In the meantime, you can get your fix on uh, the DCU on uh, Max with the upcoming uh, show Kite Man Hell Yeah, which is a spinoff of the Harley Quinn show, which has wrapped up its fourth season. That uh, was this was this is a crazy bullet point for me, Chris, because I've only seen like one and a half episodes of Harley Quinn. Yep. And I remember Kite Man, and I was like, oh, he was pretty like a crazy character, but I was not expecting uh, a full spinoff of that. I thought he was a joke character. I yeah. didn't know he was like a thing. Yeah, he 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 kind of he kind of is still a joke character in here. Kind of, kind of, kind of goofy. If you watch this, it, it it is you know 
um, adult oriented, if you will. Uh, but <laughs> but he he's gonna be you know kind of goofy here. But it's about Kite Man, who you know was a little bit there. I don't know any much else about this character. I've not watched a lot of Harley Quinn, but it is kind of gory and kind of kind of dark. So it'll, it could be fun. Uh, but it's coming to to Max in twenty twenty four. Does you think Harley Harley Quinn just wrapped on his fourth season and kind of like not maybe a cliffhanger but kind of a cliffhanger? Do you think that like that show will get a fifth season? Like I feel like this is something that can live on in tandem with the Gun Saffron stuff because it's so out there and obscure. Maybe yeah, I think you know I think an audience is at least smart enough to realize that oh this is totally different and I feel like the art whatever kind of art style or animation style that they're gonna do with that not not doom patrol what demon squad what, what's it called i don't even remember what yeah the, i know what the you're, uh, monster squad whatever it's yeah, called yeah, i know what you're talking um, about i feel like that's going to be maybe slightly more refined whereas yeah. i'm not saying you know harley quinn is like bad animation but it fits with the comedic style with the zany and stuff yeah. yeah and i i feel um <laughs> yeah what, what is that show called uh, it's going to be more kind of invincible maybe in its artwork yeah, a little bit we're both just like uh uh james Gun anime. I'm just googling it. Animated yeah. series. Let's see what it says. Um, uh, uh, Creature Commandos. Creature we were, Commando, yeah. we were dotting all around it. Yeah. We got close. Yeah, we were getting there. I was like, it's got a Goon- <laughs> Monster Squad. It's got a Frankenstein and a, like a werewolf or something. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so yes, check out the teaser trailer on Instagram. Here it is, adult oriented. So probably wouldn't want to listen to that out loud at work, but you can check it out here. Shifting gears a little bit, we're going to revisit the world of Pandora, Mike. James Gunn's World Away From Worlds. And uh, they, with the Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game, has got a new gameplay and story trailer released. Uh, really just kind of flexing, I guess, the the technology they're showing off in this game, right? Like a lot of foliage, a lot of, you know, some battles here and there. But it seems very, again, people are like, oh, this looks like Far Cry, but on Pandora. And... To me, that's perfectly okay. It sounds yeah. that works. Yeah, I would say that the trailer was kind of just more of a, to me, a helpful reminder that the game exists and is coming out. Uh, but I couldn't really discern anything from this one compared to the one that yeah. we saw a few months back. You know, just cool shots of Pandora, mm-hmm. different mounts that we can ride. I at least it reminded me that it is uh, bow-based combat, at least in part. And I yeah. love first-person bow-based combat. Like I eat up raiding camps in Far Cry with like bows because yeah. it's like so satisfying just to stealthily go through there and like pick everybody off and yeah. then you, uh, you then you alert like the last guy left and he realizes oh I got no one else to call they're all dead and then you yeah, murder them yeah so it seems very much like hey there's a stealth portion but you can also go in guns blazing if you happen to have them mm-hmm. as well um, my, I mean I don't know how big you know the, the world of Pandora will be here but you know um, or if DLC is involved, you know, with Avatar 3 coming out, um, I believe it's next year, right? Or, or no, a couple years. They, they delayed all these. But it feels like, hey, you want to go do the Ocean World? Here's the Ocean Land DLC, right? Or here's the Fire Nation DLC kind of thing. Just kind of build on this a little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. This is, you know, uh, maybe some free roaming in Pandora will be fun. You know, really getting to, to know the, the flora and fauna of, of that a little bit better. I think it'll be a good time. So... Uh, this game is coming out, I think, in December, um, November, December. Uh, looks looks to be a pretty good pretty good get this year. It's a year for gaming, I'll tell you that at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So, and that'll jump us right into what we talked about at the top show: Spider Man Two, uh, coming out on PlayStation Five uh, in a month from now. And there was a new um, 
PlayStation State of Play this week where they showed off some gameplay and some technical things, including the extended New York City, right? Two islands. Uh, you know, they're not really islands. We know. We went over this earlier <laughs> in the show. But um, you have the uh, the two boroughs and then the the main island there that we got in the first game. And what they mentioned is you can literally swap between Miles and Peter instantly in this game. Like, like there's no loading well, screen. And I do believe I, I did catch they said either nearly or almost instantly. Yeah. So it seems like they will be doing some sort of like maybe like canned animation so they can kind yeah. of hide a little bit of loading but still yeah it seems to be very quick yeah they, they seem like one of them shows it went from miles to peter and peter was doing like sit-ups upside down on a wall of a building and you're like yeah that's fine and then you can also travel three times as fast through the city with the web wings and the swinging um and i believe um i think you can actually fast travel almost almost near instantaneously as well through this city with the the power of the ssd on the playstation 5s uh, because they weren't able, they weren't able to do it, load it this fast before, so you can go really, really fast through the city, which I'm excited to experience at speed in this game. Oh um, yeah, like uh, once you like, yeah, I, it's like, like I said, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom right now, and I told myself I have to beat this game in four weeks, because uh, I guess roughly, maybe it's five weeks, because when Spider Man comes out, I can't code switch in my brain between the two controllers. It took me, it took me. Mm-hmm. so long to like remap my brain for a Nintendo controller that when I switch over to Spider-Man, I'm going to need all of my mental faculties because it, that, that it asks a lot of the player. So they have to ramp you up slowly through the game with tutorials. And even though I've played two of these games, the first one in miles, I've still, I don't have any of my muscle memory back. Yeah. So I'm going to need to be circle is dodge <laughs> circle. <laughs> my, that's all I got. <laughs> my hand is going to need to be held as I go through this process and uh, I can't switch back to the Tears of the King while I'm doing that. That's insanity. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting getting my you know my moves back and then accelerating through those uh, skyscrapers faster than ever before. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see that they're saying Queens and Brooklyn are extensions of the game map because in the previous trailer they weren't really clear exactly what brings you to these locations, right? Because they yeah. show. Peter in the Venom suit in Queens, you know, mucking up with uh, some of the Craven baddies. Yeah. But we've gone to other places in the Spider-Man games that aren't accessible with the map. Like when you go the to prison. The, um, the prison, right? You can't go back there whenever you want after that. It's a during a story moment. So I thought, oh, maybe that's going to be a story moment going to Queens. We won't be able to go back there. So it's really cool now that everything's opened up. And now we can, like, really kind of take advantage of, like, the bridges, oh, yeah. too. Because the bridges of... Um, New York City are so iconic that I'm sure that there's going to be missions all up and around those bridges. Like, I guarantee there's going to be bombs over those bridges. People, the, people uh, being thrown off by, yeah. by villains, and yeah, and they also say if you want to get between the islands, like you can swing, or but they do have the jet streams to get you over there very quickly, so you're not like oh, that's cool. Spending... Too. So maybe if you're not near a bridge, you can just yeah, you there. just pop on over there. So yeah, but that's very exciting. And then they also kind of said there are 65. Or more and more suits coming to this game across both Spider-Man and Miles, including what they showed off was the Spider-Man 3 black suit, the Sam Raimi black suit, which I thought was really fun addition because obviously you have a black suit in this game. But every suit has, I think, four or five color palettes as well, like putting this well over like they said, like 250 plus different suits. Yeah, it seemed a little bit like kind of like Smash Brothers when you kind of just kind of change the color layout of your costume. Um, I mean, I think I'm in the I'm in the minority with the costumes, whereas like I like to pick 
suits that kind of exist canonically in some sort of story or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have like cool looking suits that are like super futuristic or technology based, or they have like this kind of like regal, like kind of medieval suit for Spider-Man. Like these look cool, but I'm not going to really equip those because yeah. I want to feel like I am Spider-Man. I don't want to yeah. feel like I'm some sort of and weird alternate like action figure that's never existed before. Well, and, and you know what, what a lot, again, it's not for me either, but a lot of people do play with the photo uh, mode in this game quite a mm-hmm. bit right and they, they have done a really good job with the photo mode the details in these suits so i i expect to see some fun images but um yeah i i, I, I i'm not as fu- i'm not as much fun as that um like you mentioned the i guess the uh bridgerton suit is what i was calling it i guess i can think of the bridgerton suit for spider-man i'm like i don't really care <laughs> for this too much but it is in the comic books so um i'm glad they put it in there but i'm excited to well, see awesome. the whole set as you unlock them yeah and also too, if you you know if you put a lot of hours into this game and you beat it like three or four times, yeah, maybe you'll start dipping into those like uh-huh. hundredth variation of a suit, you know. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes you're just like, you know what? What's it going to be like to be goofy this time around? Um, <laughs> a little weird. So <clears throat> we'll check that out. That comes out October twentieth. Uh, so uh, literally about about four weeks away, like you said. And in that game, uh, same vein, the studio that's doing Spider Man is doing the Wolverine game. PlayStation and uh, the game is rumored to release winter 2024 on PlayStation 5 uh, with a majority of the Spider-Man team now transitioning over to work on this uh, to get it across that finish line. Uh, I'm excited for this. I want to see more game. I want to see gameplay. I want to see footage of it. Like I love Wolverine X-Men origins Wolverine, even though the movie sucked, the game was a a Wolverine game before they tied it into the movie and it's fantastic. So I'm really excited to have a good one again. (laughs) Uh, I, did, I didn't think I'd be bringing it up on the show today, but uh, the wife and I have been re-watching uh, Friday Night Lights, which is something that we uh, do on occasion, uh, binge through the whole series. And uh, Tim Riggins, who uh, also the same actor played uh, John Carter. I can't remember the actor's name off the top um, of my head. Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch, that's right. Uh, as we all know, he was Gambit in uh, Wolverine Origins. And the season that we're currently watching, season three, uh, aired in 2009. And at the end of the season, he wakes up in his bed and there's just a very obviously staged X-Men comic book placed like right by his alarm clock. Huh. The character it like is kind of infamously known for like probably never reading a word in his life. So the fact that I, he would even read a comic book or be nerdy in any way is far fetched. But I was like, that's got to be. For a reason, and then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this all happened in the same years when he uh, did uh, Origins. <laughs> Wolverine Origins." So yeah, that was a fun little uh, Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, and then also I found out today there was a regular Nintendo game for Wolverine. Uh, I did not know this until earlier today. I was like, "Huh, the yeah. NES had one." So, but yeah, so Wolverine coming to PlayStation Five hopefully next year. Uh, I think that'll be another, um, you know, uh, a good game to get. Like, I think, you know, it'll be already bloody. A little different Spider-Man. You're not swinging around. Maybe Hills will be more grounded and you a lot more wilderness focus. So, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted. And over in the Spider-Man world, more bad news. People are losing sleep over this, Mike. Bad Bunny is no longer attached to the Spider-Man El Muerto project. All right. <laughs> um, I did never have thought this was ever going to happen. Did you? Like, this is one of those things I'm like... Yeah, I get what you're, why you're saying it. You're, you're latching on to, like, artist of the year kind of thing and, like, running with it. But, like, I never once thought they would actually believe this was going to 
no. come out. I mean, these these were all they were all of these producers and executives were riding the financial box office high of Venom, and uh, not a single one of them was like, uh, "Do we think we should look at the critical reception of this movie mm-hmm. and maybe not just the financial return before we?" I don't know. Oh, my to guess launch this whole universe. My guess is they were like, "Hey, Spider Man Three: No Way Home did billion dollars, right?" In, in, in a pandemic. You know, Venom 2 is out, you know, it, it probably made some money. But, like, we, if we say to our investors, right, to the board, we're making all these movies, they're going to be super excited because Spider-Man made a billion dollars during a pandemic. Uh, what, what what can we do? You know, what what, what can we latch on to? And obviously, Bad Bunny, he's a great artist. He's got lots of music, lots of fans, Does you know, makes his living that way. Uh, it was really good in Bullet Train. I don't know if you've seen Bullet Train. I don't mm-hmm. remember if you had. He was really great in Bullet Train. But boy, was this movie just like everyone's just like, why? Of all the things you could have done, so it's just like I haven't even seen El Muerto in one of my many Spider-Man games. If he can't yeah. even make it as a tertiary character in a video game, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's going to be making it into the into the movies just yet. Right? Yeah, I keep forgetting we're still waiting on their uh, Spider Woman movie. Was it? Uh, oh, with Dakota? No, not Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sid- uh, Sydney Sweeney is in it, and you know Dakota, uh, someone else, whoever was in those um, um, Fifty Shades of Grey movie. I thought it was Dakota something. It's Dakota Johnson. I'm pretty sure. There it is, Johnson. Yeah, I knew there was a Dakota in there. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and um, Adam Scott as, as Uncle Ben. Yeah. So mm-hmm. golly, we have got so many weird Spider-Man things <laughs> on our plate coming up. So we'll talk more about those next year. Things that can change though over time include transitioning from series to movies, and that sounds like what's happening with the show Lando. It sounds like um, Donald Glover uh, was said that this uh, is now he's working on a movie of Lando, not a series anymore. So does that mean it's still Disney Plus based? Do you think they're gonna put it out in theaters to make it more event based, fit in that Iger, you know, thought process? Uh, what, what where do you put this at, Mike? Yeah, I mean, to me series maybe makes a little bit of sense just because I want my movie universes to ladder up to big exciting things right I think that was one thing that was a, a bit of a bummer with solo like it I, like it, I knew it wasn't really going anywhere like I want like I know not all movies have to do that not every time you go to the movie theater I have to have fireworks blown off in front of my eyeballs right mm-hmm. but if it's a Star Wars movie like yeah maybe I want something big and exciting going on and like I feel like maybe Lando is a character that could fit a little bit better in a series. Yeah, and and I think, you know, this is one of those things, series that was announced, and there's been really no traction on it. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how it transitioned from to the Glover brothers working on it, right, rather than the um, whoever was on it originally. And now, you know, it's going to a movie. My guess is, you know, they're like, look, Disney Plus is hemorrhaging money. We can't. We can't put it as a series anymore. If you want to continue this, we got to transition it to a movie. I, I, I'm as as someone who really enjoys the movie Solo and and thinks Donald Glover does a great Lando Calrissian. Do we need a Lando movie even? Like, it's it's a weird kind of grab out of air, right? Like, what what do you yeah. do with him? And also, uh, like the the character had such a a lame ending like in that last star wars uh i always forget the name of the rise of skywalker the last skywalker what skywalker uh, rise uh, of skywalker probably yeah <laughs> like uh, they basically were just like hey guess what i think i'm your daughter let's go off in a spaceship and i'm like what is happening here so uh but 
I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a cool character. I would if I was Disney. I feel like I'd be like, I don't want to lose Donald Glover and his right. talent. I want to keep him around. So it sucks that we can't do, you know, the movie. But let's at least try to keep him, you know, in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You you mean the series? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. He's doing the movie. Keep yeah. him in the Mickey Mouse clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. He's got you are trapped now, Donald Glover. You can't get out. But yeah, I don't know. This will we'll figure out more of this as we kind of move towards it, and Disney kind of gives us some more um, solid slate after the uh, strikes resolve. In case people didn't know this, uh, the Marvels was originally not going to release an IMAX this fall um, because uh, Dune had booked the slots with with Warner Brothers, and Dune is now moved to March. So that means. Uh, the Marvels now has an IMAX teasers, uh, and it will be opened up to more IMAX screens uh, later this this winter when that comes out in November. So um, I always appreciate, I will always tell this, if you have Disney+, Plus, you can watch the IMAX versions through their streaming service. And I think that's a great plus that a lot of people, if you have an IMAX version and you have a streaming service, you should put it on there. Like that would be a great thing for everybody. So I'm, I'm happy Marvel does it. Do I need to go see the IMAX version in theaters of the Marvels? Probably not, but I'm glad it's going to get some of those screens, Mike. I just uh, I just finished watching uh, the trailer, and uh, a recommended tile at the very end is the Marvels leaked post credit scene cameos explained. And yeah, I yeah, know no. it's it, I know it's going to be bullshit, but I'm not going to click on it. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. Don't click on it, Mike. Don't do it. My favorite thing lately, my favorite thing by the thing I hate the most in the world is when you go to try to find a tra- – you type in, like, hey, we're looking up the Lando uh, images for our podcast, right? Like, when we put them uh, in, in the tile, and you're always like, Lando Disney Plus trailer released. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Stop this. Quit making these fake yeah. trailers and putting yes, them out who here. Who are you fooling? Yeah. A lot of people have fallen for stuff on the internet this week or the past couple weeks, Mike. Like, they're like, oh, my gosh, there's this – you know, show coming out with all these actors. I'm like, no, it's not. Look at the source. Like, that's just like a fan site doing their fan casting. None of this oh, is I happening. Thought were, I thought you were going to talk about those Mexican aliens, man. Yeah. No. Come not, on. Did not, anyone see those? I, I believed. I believed. You believed? Like five minutes that it was. I was like, oh, man, this could be real. This would be what? so cool. And I loved the story of it. Like, I, I loved how they were like, we found these in like an old mine and we think they're a thou- like they're over like a thousand years old. Like, oh, I never even thought about like we could discover aliens, but they, they, like, they're fossilized aliens. They've been here and they came and they didn't like it and they never came back and then it was all debunked. They well, that's how Beast Wars like happened. Weird thing. <laughs> oh my God, Chris. Total another tangent here. Uh-oh. I forgot that movie existed. I forgot the Beast Rise of the Wars Beast movie came yeah. out this year and I was like, oh, wow. Talk about a most unsuccessful kind of relaunch yeah. of a property if I forgot it, it even existed. Well, someone talked to me about Fast 10. I'm like, oh, yeah, Fast 10 was this year, wasn't it, as well? Uh, I was like, there's been a lot of movies this year. Nothing stuck, but there's been a lot of movies coming out this year for sure. But next year, um, I guess actually this year, you can revisit last year's movie or slash show, uh, Werewolf by Night on Disney+, Plus, with a colorized version coming out. So the uh, director, um, I believe, I forget his name, he does all the music. He has gone back and they've recolorized uh, Werewolf by Night entirely. As you may know, 99% of that movie is black and white, but they've recolorized it with the vibrant colors um, to to re-release it or just add a color version uh, on Disney+. Plus. And it will also, I believe maybe the original one, maybe the colorized version, I don't know, will stream on Hulu 
through October 31st for the spooky season on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. The there was like a little clip of it going around, and it is it does feel like it's colorized. It doesn't feel like oh we took colored film originally and turned it black and white. This feels like they're taking black and white film and like almost like applying some sort of like post process yeah. to it to make it colorized. It feels very odd, but. I, it, it does feel like almost like an homage to more like yes. kind of like vintage films when like they just started like uh, like manufacturing like colored film and stuff like that. So uh, that's what at least makes it feel a little special in a way, right? It doesn't yeah. seem like oh everything's on strike and we need new content. Let's just start colorizing anything that's black and white. So at least it yeah. feels like there's a purpose to it to at least kind of it, fit into another like. Um, technique it, well and it feels like it's it's literally vibrancy boosted right as well like yeah. like it feels like like you mentioned it, they didn't just turn off the black and white filter like there is some punchiness to it that makes it feel like yeah. horror it films feels like you're old. like you're at like a really old drive-in or something yeah. like that um but it, this gives me like a uh, this is a good marketing technique because we are coming up on the spooky season and even though I really liked Werewolf by Night, I forgot it existed. Mm -hmm. and so this is a good technique to remind people out there that this exists. And so I will watch it again. And another great, uh, you know, a, a little little boost for for Disney Plus. You just choose which version you want on the on the movie. That's great. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to to revisit that when they launch it, and we'll we'll probably talk about it when it does. Also, if you were not un if you were unable to visit uh, Disney World, no Disneyland this summer and watch Rogers the Musical on September fifteenth, so last Friday, you can now listen to Rogers the Musical at home, and we've included a little uh, little teaser from Hollywood Records in here. So if you want to go get the soundtrack, you can listen to the soundtrack as well. Yeah, I never had a chance to go see it, which is a bummer, but. You know, I, I'm sure they didn't, like, burn all the sets or the costumes, so they must still exist. So I wonder if they'll just kind of, like, bring it back out, you know, you, occasionally as, like, um, not like, a, not like a marketing trick, but, like, like a, oh, special occasion, uh, possibly bring it to – I wonder if they can bring it to Florida because I know that they have some rules and restrictions of what – I don't know where they'd put it. There. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the big thing because they, they had it I – don't, I don't know where they put it. But they put it at the Hyperion Theater, which existed yeah. before that existed in California Adventure before the musical was ever created. Yeah. So they could put it theoretically anywhere, but it does not seem like this is gone forever. Mm. You know it what? Like it will come back at some point. Maybe they filmed it and put it out. So maybe they'll put it on Disney oh, Plus for us. Clever. I would. I would watch this on Disney Plus in a heartbeat. Yeah, give me some more Marvel content. We'll throw it in here. I'll put it in my Mar MCU playlist right in between that Hawkeye episode it was on. I think. <laughs> yeah, where one. does the Rogers musical fall in the Marvel timeline? Yeah, in the MCU timeline. I'm guessing right around Avengers. <laughs> oh, it would. Well, I would say it's it's technically I guess in between Hawkeye episode one and two, isn't it? Where where they watched it. Yeah, but I guess if the thematically of what oh, is yeah. in the play. <laughs> yeah, well then, then it would actually technically be in game. Because it's Scott Lang's telling of of the events. Um, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's right. This is confusing. Yeah. You know what? We have Loki in a couple weeks. We have Loki in a couple weeks, Michael. Let's just <laughs> we'll just focus that. Lastly, as I mentioned at the top show, we're back to One Piece because I can't stop thinking about One Piece, Mike, uh, and and becoming the king of the pirates. But season two has been confirmed by Netflix in a rare case of being, you know approved another season very quickly after the other one went off the air or, or debuted yeah. if you will so i feel like this is like the first sign that maybe like this 
anime curse is broken, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess Detective Pikachu technically was a uh, Western mainstream anime adaptation, but not That's of a video really, game. But kind of, but like yeah. it is also anime, but we still haven't seen a sequel yet, right? Yeah. So uh, it seems like we're going to get a second season of One Piece before we'll get a sequel to Detective Pikachu. Right. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like an arms race to see who will come out first. Oh, it's, it's not. Is, it's not Pokemon. They're not working on it. So you're good. <laughs> yeah, but it just seems like this is this is a really good sign, mm -hmm. right? You know, we we all know Cowboy Bebop got canceled before I even finished yeah. watching the first season. It, uh, I've never seen any other anime stuff get this kind of um, exposure. Like this is really yeah. cool. It, it and it's very. In interesting um you know anime is you know everywhere I i'm waiting on them to do the live action my hero academia announcement right because i feel like that's like ripe for the picking right now um and then what's the other one um did they ever do a live action naruto is that has that been a thing oh god well the thing is i feel like japan itself has made like live action versions of oh yeah no we don't we don't anime, we don't count right? those yeah like, <laughs> because and, so and that's it's not because about... we don't count them it's like because they don't they never make it to the states right yeah, like, we're they talking never about there. the yeah we're talking about the cultural transition to like the more of the western yeah. you know, live action audience if you will yeah uh, yeah it, like you brought up a good point in a in a text message a couple of days ago Chris like oh I, we wish they could do something like this with Dragon Ball right yeah. And I love the idea with literal Dragon Ball, though, because I feel like before you get to Dragon Ball Z and you're just right. in the Dragon Ball world, the Dragon Ball world itself, it, it feels more in line with something like One Piece, right? Where there's like goofy characters, you, wacky villains, you know, the threat is the threat of like, you know, death, you know, is there. But once you get to like Dragon Ball Z and so on, like you're talking about entire yeah. planets exploding universes right. like it, other dimensions it's, like is <laughs> well dragon ball and one piece they have that youthful innocence about them right like the main character has that youthful innocence on their journey like yes i'm doing what i enjoy and i'm, I'm here to, to help my friends literally it's almost mm -hmm. like the same when you lay it out like that's like the same kind of story and that's great and i would love to see it with dragon ball um you know something i just thought of digimon getting a, a live action kind of thing would be interesting Right when you were out, Poke Detective Pikachu and live action Pokemon, like Digimon never got a live action. You know, of course that was another big thing here. Um, Super fan Jim just brought Demon Slayer. I don't know much about Demon Slayer. Gonna be honest. I mean, that's that's the hot one, right? That's the yeah. one. Of that's the, the big one. Yeah, out there right now. Um, but I, I think we are onto something here. There needs to be kind of like this this uh, youthful exuberance kind of cartoony, mm -hmm. wacky element to adapting your source material, right? Because we've seen the adaptation of something more serious like Cowboy Bebop. Like Dragon even, Ball. I guess, <laughs> yeah, and also they tried, They did, Netflix did um, Death Note somewhat yeah. recently. It just seems like those themes don't quite translate as well to live action when you have to be totally serious about it. So. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someday someone might figure it out, but you know, if you want an easier go at it, yeah, seems like pick something wacky. Yeah, well, e exactly, something that has interesting characters, an interesting world, and like you know, rules that they're not normal, right? That you don't deal with every day, and you know, that's where I think you know, Dragon Ball, the the original Dragon Ball before Z lives in that. Um, and I just you know, I really hope, I really hope, as I said in the top show, that this this Netflix energy, this this chance to do something well with this carries over to its avatar live action show 
uh, and and the people, the fans, get a really really good Avatar show out of this because I, I think they deserve it after waiting for so long and and, and honestly yeah. not literally torching Hollywood to the ground for the movie that came out in you know the late two thousands. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like um, an Avatar series at least at the very least facilitates three seasons to kind of tell a full story, but I think four would be better. I saw a headline that said the the creators of the live action One Piece have kind of like a five mm-hmm. season arc in their head that they'd like to do. Uh, but this goes back to the point that we've been talking about all summer. Uh, if these studios want to get back to work, they're going to have yeah. to end this strike. They're going to have to bring everybody back, pay everybody what they're worth because you have this huge hit on your hands, right? One, this one piece could be their next Stranger Things, which yep. is about to end. They're going to need a huge smash hit. And if you don't, if you if you're not getting people back to work, if you're not making the next season, like is your is the energy for One Piece season two going to be there if we have to wait two years until right. we see it? Right, you know, it'd be better if it was 2024 we get the next season. You know, you can't really do those big gaps until your show is already insanely popular. Like Stranger Things can get away with like two, you know, two right. and a half years before the next season. But like we just got One Piece started. So let's pay these writers. Let's pay these actors. Let's right. get back they, to work. So they, they, what watch. they, what they asked for and what they've lost is like they've, they've lost ten times more than what the writers asked for. Um, yeah, because exactly. it, I'm like, like you could have had this done forever ago. So hopefully they do. You know, this gets resolved in a um, manner that that works well for the people who who rely on it. So. Um, yeah, but other than that, Mike, this has been a, a good show. It's it's a little later for us, so I'm going to get go and get this edited. But if you joined us on YouTube, such as Jim and anyone else who's out there watching, I think we've had two, maybe three watchers. Oh, we have uh, we had four watchers at one point. So you know, thank hey, you for joining us. Not too bad for a totally unannounced uh, right. live stream experiment. Just to test it and see how it works. So it was a good time. Uh, thanks everybody. And um, what we'll do, Mike, if people know more about what you're doing, what you're up to, where can they find you at, man? Well, they can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can read my webcomic at liferewardsrisk.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Valdan87, or come back to the show every week where we'll be working and testing on new technology to just have some fun with this show. And if people want to know more about the show, get ready for our upcoming We'll probably do a One Piece review episode. I, th- I think it warrants it at this point. We've yeah, had requests. We're so, we're, yeah, we're so close. I'm yeah, basically there. <laughs> that'll probably be our next review episode. Uh, people can come find that. Where can they get all those goodies at? Oh, all you got to do is head on over to SuperheroSlate.com. That is our goat boat. I don't remember what uh, Luffy calls the, the boat, It's the going Mary, be after named after Mary. Yes, that's right. I just remember there's a goat. That's uh, that's basically where we set sail over at SuperheroSlate.com. You can find all of our show notes over there. You, we got an awesome, really helpful upcoming release calendar with no dumb pop-up ads or newsletter subscriptions. Or uh, I don't even think we have to worry about the cookie like law that that yeah. Europe passed because we're not serving well, like, any ads or collecting any data. We don't know if you're coming to our website, and honestly, we don't care. As long as you're getting the information <laughs> you need that's correct, that's what we're yes. here for. Exactly. So we like to have the helpful information up there ready for you to go. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. We got merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. We love it now that live streams seems like they're going to be a thing. So maybe yes. tune back next week. It's 
we we roughly do it on Sundays. I don't know yeah. if we can commit to a time. Yeah, like, I, if you, <laughs> if we're doing a live stream, it's 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 going to be fun and, and we're going to have a good time. Don't expect it, but we will try to to do it. And maybe if we get a heads up, we'll throw it up online. Yeah, we're like a pop up shop. We're like yeah. a little uh, food truck that you don't know when or where we're going to be, mm-hmm. but it'll be Sunday somewhere. But superhero slate dot com we'd love to hear from you please reach out let us know what you're watching what you're doing what you're eating what you're drinking what you're snacking on and if you want to be a super fan all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we'll be here every week folks that's right we'll see you next week bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe